When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Tuesday, May 2nd, and we are here trying to answer financial questions and to make sense of news stories as they occur. So yesterday morning, you probably woke up, you heard about First Republic Bank. What happened? Well, the FDIC seized First Republic Bank, and then J.P. Morgan assumed most of that bank's business. And yesterday, I went on the air on CBS Mornings to give a big picture take on what happened. It was a quick hit, and we'll talk more about it on the other side of this segment. So this is me and CBS Mornings co-host Nate Burleson yesterday morning. First Republic has been sinking for weeks ever since Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank failed in March. Its stock price had plunged from $120 a share to about three and a half dollars. CBS News business analyst Joe Schlesinger is here to break it all down. It's the first of the month and the first day of the week. I don't know if that's a good sign, but let's jump right into it. So for people who have an account at First Republic, what do they do now? Very easy. Nothing. Your bank branches are going to open today. 84 branches from First Republic are going to open. All the deposits are going to be safe. So remember, in Silicon Valley Bank, there was a real question because there wasn't a purchaser for Silicon Valley Bank. So the government had to come in and say, wait, all the depositors are safe and we are insuring everyone. They don't have to do it this time because J.P. Morgan Chase is coming in buying all the deposits, buying most of the assets. And that really does mean that all the consumers who have accounts at First Republic can actually relax because you're just going to walk into your branch if you need some help. J.P. Morgan is going to make those transactions. Everything's kind of cool. One other thing I should just mention is that when we had the problems at First Republic, there were 11 big banks that injected money, $30 billion total into the bank to kind of help the depository base rise. They're also going to be made whole from this deal. So the Federal Reserve released a report on what happened at Silicon Valley Bank. What do we learn from that? I think this was a stunning report. I know it happened Friday, so a lot of people focused on playoff weekend. But what's really important in this report is that the Fed is saying we messed up. And they said, yes, there was bad management at Silicon Valley Bank. But as the bank grew in complexity, we kind of took our eye off the ball because we saw problems. We didn't escalate them quickly enough. And that was a problem. And reality, bottom line, they said, when we saw a watering down of regulations in 2018, across the banking sector, that the tone at the top of the Federal Reserve meant that people weren't paying as much attention. This is incredibly important. It's like a mea culpa that we don't usually see among banking regulators. Okay, so let's be clear about some of the things that I actually did not get to say. First of all, 
when you think about what had occurred at Silicon Valley Bank, we had this exodus of cash out the door. It was like an acceleration. It's almost like the first smartphone bank run. As many people realized that there were problems at Silicon Valley Bank, they started moving their money out. It happened quickly. It then escalated. It got crazy. Within a couple of days, there was tens of billions of dollars leaving the door from Silicon Valley Bank, which eventually led to the bank's demise. Okay, flash forward, we had yesterday's news about First Republic. Unlike the Silicon Valley or Signature Bank problems, this was almost a crisis in slow motion. And what do I mean by that? Well, back in March, this stock was trading at $115 a share. It closed last Friday at three and a half dollars a share. So things got ugly fast. But the bank kind of limped along and I think was trying to find buyers and just couldn't do it. A week ago today, First Republic Bank reported its first quarter earnings. And in that report, there was a uh, just a flabbergasting number. The company had had $176 billion in deposits at the end of last year. During the first three months of this year, of that $176 billion, $102 billion left the bank. That caused the stock to crater by 50% in a day. Last week was sort of the slow march to the death. The weekend was the, the bidding process for the assets. And so then we have yesterday's news where we are confirming that we've gotten now a third bank failure of this year. And just to put that into perspective, you know, this was a pretty big bank. First Republic was the 14th largest bank in the country, um, now the second largest failure on record. Three of the four largest failures, numbers two, three, and four, occurred this year. So this is a real deal. I think the most important thing for us to remember is that if you don't want to feel the anxiety of what's going on in the banking sector, make sure you've got less than $250,000 in an account and make sure that you've got that insurance intact. You've got that FDIC insurance. The bigger issue is how do we know that the regulators are aware of what's the next thing that could happen? And this is where that report that was released on Friday comes into play. Because in the report by the Federal Reserve, there was this deep dive into Silicon Valley Bank. And of course, there was bad management at SVB. But it is also clear that Fed officials just really blew it. And this is so important because very rarely do regulators say, we blew it. And that is exactly what we learned from this report last week. So some of the quotes really blew my mind. Fed officials, quote, did not fully appreciate the extent of the vulnerabilities as Silicon Valley Bank grew in size and complexity. The report also said that when Fed regulators and the folks on the ground spotted problems at SVB, they didn't fix them quickly enough. And I think the most important issue here that I'm really going to keep focused on is that the Federal Reserve noted that when these small and medium-sized banks lobbied to water down some of the banking rules back in 2018, there was a real change at the Federal Reserve and at the regional Fed banks. The result was a reduction in supervisory standards, more complexity, and I think most alarmingly, quote, a less assertive supervisory approach. Gang, this is going to be some big change in the banking sector. 
I think now we are likely to see rule changes and equally important, we're going to see a refocusing from top Fed officials all the way down to individual examiners and supervisors, and they are going to really be much clearer about new risks that are emerging and lessons that need to be applied to ensure the safety and soundness of the U.S. banking system. I think that's enough for us today. But if you're looking for a slightly deeper dive into this issue, just go to JillOnMoney.com and check out the blog and you'll see more of my analysis, especially about that Fed report. I find that so fascinating. And listen, I read 100 page Fed reports so you don't have to. We'll get back to all of your questions tomorrow. I promise. If you have one, just go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button, let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. And don't forget to leave us a rating and review on Apple. It does help us out. Sign up for the free weekly newsletter and get psyched to subscribe to our brand new service, Jill on Money Live. You will have access to quarterly live webinars. Next one's coming up in June and some cool special content. For example, over the weekend, prior to this news breaking about First Republic Bank, we interviewed Gina Smilik from the New York Times. She just wrote a big, huge new book about the Federal Reserve. So if you are a member of Jill on Money Live, you can check out that interview. It's sitting behind the paywall. All right, I think that's it. Try to do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.